the Steel Curtain. We're talking top 10 defensive linemen in Steelers history. Grab a drink. You're in the bird cave. Let's go. You know, today's game is all about the offense. The quarterbacks, skilled players, as much as this town loves some Big Ben, you know, we had some, as you heard in an early episode, some great wide receivers, some great running backs. This is still a defensive town. And what better name for a group of football players, group of defensive football players, than the Steel Curtain? So we're going to take a look at the top 10 defensive linemen in Pittsburgh Steelers history. This was an absolutely hard, hard list to put together. So many players, and there's going to be so many great players left off this list. But what is unique about this list is all 10 players are Pro Bowl players, which is no surprise considering how many great defensive linemen have played for the black and gold. So just like every other position, I looked at some high-level statistics and some data just to, you know, formulate this list. As always with every other position, I look at the longevity and how long of a career they had and how long of a career they had with Steelers. Some high-level statistics include sacks, QB hits, tackles, and tackles for loss. Now, What's a little bit unfair in a sense of a you know, one-for-one comparison is some of the guys in the 70s, this isn't really a, a spoiler that some of the players from the 70s will be on this list, there wasn't really any, there weren't really any you know, stats measuring QB hits and tackles for loss and things like that back in the 70s. However, I think you and I and everybody out there knows the, the stats were probably there, they just weren't in the books. So without further ado, let's just jump right into this list, starting with what I remember and what I recall as the original big guy up the middle. Maybe the original big snack, if you will. It's a guy that from the teams in the 90s, I remember he didn't really have the statistical impact, but he was just the, the, the hog in the middle that freed up all the linebackers, everybody else to do their job. That was nose tackle Joel Steed. He played for eight years from 1992 to 1999. That included 115 games and he had nine and a half sacks and didn't have any QB hits, although I'm sure there was probably a few in there. 305 tackles and four tackles for loss. Again, as you can see, not a big statistical impact, but I just recall that guy just dominating the middle of the defensive line, and guys like Lloyd and, and Green, Chad Brown, Kirkland just running around making tackle after tackle, and Joel Steed just holding him up in the middle, so I had to get Joel Steed in there, big, big respects to him, so number 10 on our list, Joel Steed. Number 9 is Fear the Beard, Mr. Brett Kiesel, 13 years from 2002 2014. I recall one of my best Steeler memories, and actually my best uh, Brett Kiesel memory. I went down to that game in Tampa back in 2010, and it was the game where he there was a wide receiver screen. He caught the deflection and ran 80 yards back, 
for a touchdown. And if you watch it on TV, I think it was Gus Johnson was the announcer, and he was in the typical Gus Johnson excitement. Well, look at the big fella run and all that stuff. And yeah, let me tell you something. That crowd went absolutely insane, even though it was in Tampa when Kiesel took it to the house. And uh, a very, very athletic big man. He played 156 games, 30 sacks, 53 quarterback hits, recorded 408 tackles, and 33 tackles for loss. You know, here in Pittsburgh, he's not underrated at all. He's obviously a fan favorite. But I do believe he is someone who is a little underrated in, you know, in the, from a national perspective. But Brett Kiesel was a very, very productive, I believe it was a seventh round pick or so. So one of the best value draft picks ever in Steelers history. So moving on to number eight, we have Ernie Holmes. Was surprised though that Ernie Holmes only played for six years from 1972 to 1978. But that did include 81 games. 39 and a half sacks, and that's about it. Because there was no statistics for some of these guys in the 70s. So, again, I assume he had a lot of tackles for loss, a lot of tackles, definitely a lot of QB hits. But, again, I can't really speak much to Ernie Holmes other than he has my respect for being on the, the Steel Curtain because I wasn't, you know, really wasn't born for some of the years that he was playing. So, but Ernie Holmes at number eight. On the top 10 Pittsburgh Steelers defensive lineman. Number seven, a fan favorite. And we, you know, a couple players ago, I spoke about Joel Steed being that big clog in the middle of the defensive line. Well, I don't think they got any bigger, any more athletic, or any more of a presence in the middle of that defensive line than big snack Casey Hampton, who played 12 years from 2001 2012. Casey Hampton was a five-time Pro Bowler and like his teammate Brett Kiesel, a two-time Super Bowl champ. He played in a total of 173 games, accumulating nine sacks and 12 QB hits. Again, not a lot of stats, if you will, but he dominated the inside of that defensive line. 398 tackles and 39 tackles for loss. You know, Casey Hampton was just one of those players that was just so much fun to watch. And I recall there was a game in Cincinnati where he, I think he, I don't know if it was an interception, like a deflection interception or like a fumble or a ball just bounced up and it bounced right to him. And he took off running 40 yards. And I tell you, I've never seen a man that big move that damn fast. Probably would have beat a lot of us in a race. And that man was like 350 bills on a good day. A big snack. Number seven on the top ten list. Coming in at number six, going back to the Steel Curtain and Dwight White, who played ten years, 1971 to 1980. Dwight White was also a two-time Pro Bowler and four-time Super Bowl champ. Played in 126 games and recorded 55 sacks. So I wish I would have been able to see more of his recorded statistics but they're not there from the guys from the 70s. So, again, I can't really elaborate too much on the guys on the, with the steel curtain. So, for me, Dwight White comes in at number six. Coming in at number five, I believe might be the most underrated Pittsburgh Steelers defensive player. Not just defensive lineman, but defensive player of all time. And I wanted to put him higher. The four guys above him, I, I just I, I can't put them down. But... 
getting Aaron Smith in the top five for me was very important. Aaron Smith played 13 years, 1999 to 2011. And when I say underrated, and he only made the Pro Bowl one time, but like Big Snack and Kiesel, a two-time Super Bowl champ. Aaron Smith played in 160 games, recorded 44 sacks, 26 QB hits, 481 tackles, and 84 tackles for loss. When you're a 3-4 defensive lineman, you're basically an unsung hero of the defense. So Aaron Smith, I think, epitomized that not the big snacking keys will work because they were. But I just think Aaron Smith was just a defensive lineman that probably could have played, well, definitely could have played left or right. Might be a little bit too tall to play nose tackle, but he definitely could play all around the defensive line. And he was a, a very, very underrated Pittsburgh Steeler. Again, maybe not necessarily in this city, but definitely nationally underrated. Aaron Smith... Coming in number five on the all-time list. Coming in at number four, my man is still trucking away today. Cam Hayward, 12 years and counting. Drafted in 2011. He has played in 183 games, 78 and a half sacks, 176 quarterback hits. 614 tackles, including 115 tackles for loss. Every player on this current roster needs a ring. But I don't think there's a man on this roster more deserving of a Super Bowl ring than Cam Hayward. This man just epitomizes what it means to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. He is all over the football field. You see a man from his defensive end position running guys down 30 and 40 yards downfield and not complaining about anything. This man leads by example, and he also has leadership, I assume, in the locker room. Because we're not, nobody is in the locker room other than the players, but I would assume he is a leader of this team in the locker room as well as he is on the field. An absolute legend. He has basically already claimed that status of you can get his jersey, and his jersey can be worn 40 years from now. Just like the guys, some guys on this list, and some of the legends that have come before him. Cam Hayward, well deserving of a top five, and I have him in at number four. And he very well may be up, upwards to number two by the time the end of his career is complete. So coming at number three, a player that honestly I don't know a lot about. But the fact this man has so many accolades about him which I'll run through here in a second, but including his jersey and his number retired in this organization. Ernie Stautner played for 14 years from 1950 to 1963. A nine-time Pro Bowler. A member of the All-Decade team in the 50s. Four-time All-Pro. And like I said, retired jersey and retired number. 173 games in 15 and a half sacks. I wish I could elaborate more about him. I guess I could have done more research on him as a person, but it's really irrelevant in this top 10 list because I don't want to keep this to a 15-20 minute episode each position. Ernie Stautner, number three on the all-time list, and I wanted to put him higher, even though his jersey is retired, the two guys above him, simply better. So at number two, L.C. Greenwood, who played 13 years, 
1969 to 1981. Accolades out to Ying Yang here. Six-time Pro Bowler, four-time Super Bowl champ, second-team All-Decade in the 70s, and a two-time All-Pro. He also played in 170 games, recording 78 sacks. And this is, again, another guy I wish I had more stats on. But he played in the 70s, and it is what it is. You know, I said at the beginning this was a very, very hard list to come up with. You can put Cam Hayward up higher. Where do you, someone like myself, do I put Ernie Stautner up higher? Where does Casey Hampton fit? Is he higher or is he lower than number seven? So many different decisions. Aaron Smith. You know, I did not mention a few others. But the easiest decision I've made since doing all of these positional top tens is putting Joe Green at number one in the best defensive lineman in Pittsburgh Steelers history. Maybe even in NFL history. He, like Ernie Stodner, the jersey is retired from the Steelers, as a lot of us know. He had played in 181 games, recording 77 and a half sacks. He also was the Defensive Player of the Year in 1972 and 1974, first team All-70s Decade, a 10-time Pro Bowler, four-time All-Pro, four-time Super Bowl champ, a Hall of Famer, and a member of the NFL 100 team of the 100 best players in NFL history. Joe Green changed the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, I've heard so many stories of him and Chuck Knoll and other players actually having a lot of heated arguments about culture. You know, because before Joe Green in the 70s players came, you know, Steers were a pretty putrid NFL team. He was one of the main catalysts along with the coaching staff and Coach Knoll that changed the attitude of the team. It changed the, the aura of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You just heard all of the awards and all of the things that Joe Green has done on the field off the field and in the locker room I think and what he's done for this city and this organization it's immeasurable what Joe Green has done you know what kid does not remember the Coca-Cola commercial I sure as hell do one of my favorite commercials of all time so Joe Green a Pittsburgh Steeler and a Pittsburgh icon through and through so to review number 10 Joel Steed Number nine, Brett Kiesel. Number eight, Ernie Holmes. Number seven, Casey Hampton. Number six, Dwight White. Number five, Aaron Smith. Number four, Cam Hayward. Number three, Ernie Stautner. Two, L.C. Greenwood. And number one, Mean Joe Green. Hope you guys enjoyed my top ten defensive line list. We got one more of these to go till we give you the Mount Washington and the Pittsburgh Potholes. The next episode... The hardest list of them all, the top 10 linebackers. So I'm out of here. I'm going to finish this brew. Until the next one, take care. Peace out.